Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the story you're about to hear is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. You're a detective sergeant. You're assigned a juvenile detail. You get a call from Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. A two-year-old child has been brought in. Her condition is critical. There's evidence of foul play. Your job... Check it out. It was Sunday, August 14th. It was warm in Los Angeles. We were working the night watch out of juvenile detail. My partner's Frank Smith. The boss is Captain Powers. My name's Friday. I was on my way back from detention cells, and it was 7.28 p.m. when I got to the second floor of Georgia Street Juvenile. Squad room. Hi, how'd it go? Nothing. Those kids won't cop to a thing. Hmm. What about the weapons? Only admit they had them, and that's all. Nothing about what they were going to do with them? No. I don't know, Joe. Today, kids got a lot more than we ever had. TV, cars, a lot of things. Yeah. Still seems like they aren't happy unless they're figuring how to beat somebody's brains out. Oh, it doesn't go for all of them. Well, enough to give us a headache. Yeah. But take those kids upstairs. If they spent the same time doing something constructive that they do making the zip guns and saps, they'd have something worthwhile, something worth remembering. Well, maybe it'll work out the same way. What do you mean? They won't forget this. Juvenile Friday. Yeah, Doc. When'd she come in? Anybody with her? Give me that again, will you? Yeah, I got it. Okay. We'll check it. That's right. We'll get back to you later. Thanks, Doc. Bye. It was Dr. Sebastian. Yeah? Just brought a little girl into emergency. Had convulsions. How's she doing? Dead on arrival. Frank and I notified Homicide Division, then we left the office and drove out to the address I'd gotten on the phone. 1784 Malabar Street was a small wooden house set on the back of a lot. A dead oak tree in the front yard was overgrown with ivy. Several broken and rusted children's toys were half hidden in the weeds near the front porch. We rang the front doorbell. Somebody ought to be home. The lights are on. Let's try it again. Yeah, somebody's coming. Uh-huh. Yes? Ms. Manson. That's right. What do you want? Police officers would like to talk to you. We have to go through it all again. Don't you think I feel bad enough? We're sorry to bother you, ma'am, but there's some questions we have to ask you. All right, come on in. You might as well sit down. Thank you. Thank you. 
This is Frank Smith, and my name's Friday. How do you do, Miss Manson? Hello. You're the child's aunt, is that right? Yeah. Her mother's my sister. And where is her mother? I don't know. I've been trying to get in touch with her. Left messages all over town, but I guess she ain't got any of them. The child stay with you, does she? Yeah. Been here since she was six months old. Feel like she was my own. Mm-hmm. I've got three kids myself, all boys. Always wanted a girl. When Joan said I could have Melissa, made me feel real good. Like a daughter of my own, real good. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't make any difference to Joan. None at all. Wasn't anything that mattered much to her. I always thought Melissa was something that shouldn't have happened. In the way, that's what she said. Yes, ma'am. In the way. Mm-hmm. What happened this evening? What do you mean? Well, you're the one who called the hospital, aren't you? Yeah. As soon as I knew there was something wrong, called him. Mm-hmm. What happened? Well, this is Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday morning, Joan comes by and picks up Melissa, takes her for the day. Mm-hmm. Just like always, she was here this morning. Yes, ma'am. It's going to be a big day. She told the baby they were going up to Griffith Park to the zoo, see the animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we all sat around and ate. My kids and baby and Joan and the kids went to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> After she was dressed, they left. Joan and Melissa going to the zoo on the ride. Real big day, real big. Mm-hmm. About six, they came back. That's this evening? Yeah, six o'clock. <laughs> the baby... It didn't look real good, kind of hot and flushed. Yeah. I asked Joan if she'd given her a lot of junk. She said no, nothing that had hurt her. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Just came in the house and then she left. Said she had an appointment, that she couldn't be late. Just dumped the baby inside the house and walked out. I see. I gave her a bath. Thought it might make her feel better. She was running a little fever. Warm bath supposed to bring down the temperature. Yes, sir. Didn't. Didn't do any good at all. I asked her if she was hungry. She said she was, so I gave her some dinner. Had no more than taken one bite, and she had the first sip. Mm-hmm. Sitting right there at the table, and she had it. I didn't know what to do. Never had nothing happen like that before. I didn't know what to give her. Did you call the doctor? Yeah. We don't have a telephone, so I went down to the corner. There's a booth at the gas station. Yeah. Didn't want to leave the baby alone, but there wasn't any other way. Nothing else I could do. All right. Go ahead, Doctor wasn't at home. I left work for him to come right over, and then I came back. Then no sooner walk into the house, and she had another fit. Scared me to death. Poor little thing. <laughs> I could see she was in pain, terrible pain, and there wasn't anything I could do for her. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't wait anymore. I went back and called the emergency hospital, asked them to send an ambulance. Told them it was important and to send somebody right away. A couple of minutes after that, the men got here and took her away. Poor little thing. Yes, ma'am. She looked at me, like asking me to stop the pain. Begging me, almost tore my heart right out of my chest to see her. So little. Almost killed me. Yes. She was dead when they got her there. Didn't even live long enough for him to try and save her. Not even that long. Yes, ma'am, we know. Just a baby. Two years old and she's dead. Just a tiny little baby. Oh, that hardly seems fair. A lot of people could die and it wouldn't make any difference, but not her. She was beautiful. Just beautiful like my daughter, like my own. You sure there isn't something we can get for you, Miss Mason? No. Anything that will help now. Nothing at all. 